This is the Midday Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. Taking a look here at the midday news in the ag marketplace, talking with John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing. Uh, John, first off, what do we see in the grain complex here at midday? Most of the lower trade in the corn and soybean markets here, at least at the 11 o'clock hour. We've come and trying to find a little bit of footing, so that might be helping that corn market out as we go to the afternoon. We'll have to watch that. You know, biggest news on the day, export sales numbers. First off, soybeans are pretty disappointing. Came in below expectations, 560,000 tons, and that was even knowing one of the larger sales last week. So market doesn't like that, as well as, you know, we're watching Brazil harvest continue to ramp up. That's putting some pressure on cash, as well as the export market which makes it hard for bean prices to rally in this window. And on top of that, too, though, we are watching the Argentina weather. A little potential heat and dry, maybe going into the February time frame and kind of dealing with that for a few days. Maybe throwing a little bit of weather premium in those last couple of days here as well. So we'll see if that can kind of hold together as we're expecting a pretty big supply of both corn and soybeans out of Argentina. On the corn side of things, export sales numbers within expectations. But I'd like to see it get over that million metric ton area. We're just short of that at 955. This is supposed to be kind of our window to sell some corn, so we really need to see that moving. You know, wheat, like I said, being a little bit higher today, there's just some chatter of some potential export business coming our way. We're watching some of the corridor and the shipping issues out of the Red Sea. Again, obviously, with what's going on in the Suez Canal, that might be bringing some exporters to U.S. wheat just because of the ease of getting the product there and not having to ship through that area, you know, from Europe or the Ukraine. So those are some things at least kind of pushing the the markets and getting that wheat market a little bit of a bid. We'll have to see how things close this afternoon, but at least for those beans right now, a very disappointing start to the day. Right, and those beans as well, uh, you know, kind of weighing in with some pressure on on meal and oil, and uh, we can see here as well that crush margins are narrowing significantly. You know, what are we seeing uh, the impact there, and how could that continue to impact the bean market? You know, it's all about profitability on the crush. When you see weakness in the soybean oil, soybean meal side, you know, that just makes it difficult for that end user to step into the market and buy those beans if the profitability is not there. You know, that's something we have to continue to watch on the global scale. That maybe that just helps bring bean prices down. You know, one of the products of uh, all the expanded crushing in the United States is going to be surplus soybean meal. You know, how does that weigh into the market overall, too? So down the road, that might be something we'll have to keep an eye on. Does it become a product like distillers grains uh, or, or right now like I said it's more of a, a product that kind of drives the bean market when we see price rallies. And then of course uh, like you mentioned continuing to look at the South American weather and how that's affecting uh, uh, things down there for either harvest in Brazil or planting in Argentina. Um, say we do see those issues uh, like a lot of you know farmers are saying down there that might be a smaller crop than what is projected. Say we do see those issues come through you know what does that look like for the uh, uh, U.S. grains marketplace, especially as right now, you know, we're looking to be competitive in those prices. Well, in the short term, especially on the soybean side, right now, harvest is going on. Even with the shortened crop, there's still 150 million or 145 million metric tons of Brazilian beans coming to the marketplace. So that's just going to still be an issue in the front end. Where we're probably going to see more of the results will be more in the late summer because that's when that window will come around. You know, we're mainly talking about China being that importer. They may be looking for beans in the fall, and Brazil may not have those. So that could give us some late season business. We've seen that in the past. You know, so we'll have to watch that. 
on that side of it. Problem is right now our export numbers to China compared to last year are disappointing because they've picked up a lot of Brazilian beans here. So it's just going to be something that really needs to weigh in the marketplace. A little fearful the USDA could raise those export numbers or lower those export numbers, excuse me, again, and you know get that carryout up over 300 million bushels. So you know, so right now when harvest is going on, there's still a lot of beans in the pipeline. The Argentina crop, if the weather is still solid, should be enough to compensate for the losses in Brazil in terms of total supply coming out of, Brazil, out of South America. And don't forget about Uruguay and Paraguay, two other countries that produce beans down there that kind of work more on the you know internal side in South America, but still supplies the beans that move around. And John, on the other side of the ag marketplace, taking a look at the livestock complex, uh, what's been going on there today? Yeah, cattle market mixed today. Nice export sales week, though, on the cattle side. I mean, well, first off, we got cold storage numbers. Again, just kind of reflecting where the market is. Got a little bit more of a buildup of supply. You know, some of the heavier weights coming through here. And and uh, But we did, uh, with the softness of retails, had a really good week in export sales for beef. 22,400 metric tons, uh, basically. Most of that went to South Korea with a very nice purchase of beef. So that's helping out a little bit in the front end today. Otherwise, a fairly quiet day. January feeders expire as well today so that's kind of keeping that market a little bit subdued at this time frame on the hog side we had a nice couple of days here maybe fueled by the chinese stimulus and you know coming into their country maybe bringing some uh, extra business our way then we did have a nice week of export sales 24,000 tons again mostly bought by mexico but at the same time still nice to see some business here but it feels like that summer contract and maybe that april contract might be getting close to the top of the range here so i'm a little bit cautious going forward especially given the supplies of hogs that we've got in our uh, U.S. producers' hands. All right, John, lots of great information today. Uh, For those of our listeners who'd like to get in touch and learn more from the folks at Total Farm Marketing, how can they do that? Sure, rather love to chat with them anytime. Give me a call, 800-334-9779. Shoot me an email at johnh at totalfarmmarketing.com. And then don't forget that website of ours, totalfarmmarketing.com. That again was John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing. We'll go ahead and take a look at the midday market prices. March corn down one and a half at four fifty and three quarters. March soybeans down eighteen and three quarters at twelve twenty one and a half. March soybean meal down four ten at three fifty nine twenty. Soybean oil down eighty one cents at forty six fifty one. Chicago wheat up two and a half at six thirteen and a quarter. Kansas City hard red wheat up seven and a half at six thirty three and a quarter. Minneapolis spring wheat up three and three quarters at seven oh eight and a quarter. March oats down four and a quarter at three sixty one and a half. On the Merck, February live cattle up 22 cents at 175.57. March feeders down 35 at 233.42. February lean hogs up 32 cents at 74.22. February pork cutout down a nickel at 87.35. Class 3 milk up 13 cents at 15.71. That's been a check of the midday market prices. Thanks again to John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing for joining us today here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. I'm Riley Smith.